0: there. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I'm so pumped to have the basic blueprint series back because last week we took a break because I had a very special guest on the podcast. My one-on-one client Ku came on and she talked about how she lost 10 pounds and how she stayed committed through the process even though she felt like giving up several times. And so if you feel like you're doing all the workouts, you're doing the diets, you're following the plan, but you still feel like you're not seeing the progress that you want. You want to listen to that episode because Ku dives deep into how she felt like giving up because she's just had such a busy schedule and a lot of responsibilities to handle around life stuff. So, but other than that, today I want to talk about deciding what to eat to lose weight because this topic has been on my mind a lot. And if you were in this place where you know, weight loss is always on your mind. Like You always think that it is a goal of yours and it comes up a couple of times a year and it's really like something that's on your mind, especially at the new year. And you're like, I don't want to do the diets anymore, especially if you've done keto, whole 30, paleo, no sugar, no flour, and you're just like sick of like restricting yourself because you know it doesn't work. And now you want to lose weight the sustainable way but you're a little bit confused because you're like, well, I want to lose weight this sustainable way, but I don't know what to eat because I don't want to overdo it. I don't want to indulge. And today I want to talk about how when it comes to deciding what to eat to lose weight, it's actually not about like the food types that you're eating. Now I know food types are going to play a role in your energy level and how it affects your body and how it makes you feel and I know that's like a second part to this series but today I really want to dive deep into the skill of learning how to make decisions ahead of time because when you come from this background of having a restrictive mindset, and you're trying to lose weight the sustainable way, now you have this idea that there is a right way to eat. And there's also a wrong way to eat. And so you get in your head a lot on like, whether you're doing the right thing. And like, you have a lot of shame around if you do end up eating like the whole entire boxes of cookies. Now you feel like crap, right? And I want you to start practicing not the skill of trying to change your eating habits from zero to 100 right away, like what the diets have told you to do, which is completely out of your normal routine. I really want you to start practicing the skill of just thinking about what you're going to have for the next two days. And weight loss has a lot to do with making decisions ahead of time and sticking to those decisions over and over. And you start off by knowing what you're going to eat. And so I'm gonna give you an example. I was coaching a private client and whenever we work together, I never give my clients like a, meal plan for them. Like I have them create their own because that's just how we do it here. They eat very differently from me and they get to enjoy having foods they love in their plan. And I remember asking this client, like, what do you like to eat? And she was like, well, I love to eat sushi. I love pho. I love having my homemade stir fry with thin sliced beef with some broccoli and bell peppers with rice on the side. And I simply told her, okay, then let's put that in your plan. And she was like, well, why would I put that in my plan? Because all of these foods that I just mentioned to you, like they're bad. Like I'm going to gain weight if I eat them and they're not going to help me lose weight because they're not quote unquote healthy. Right. And I simply told her that like, that's the reason why the diets didn't work in the past was because it didn't allow you to have these foods and these foods are the foods that you enjoy. And most likely these are foods that you grew up eating. And so if you're going to avoid them for the rest of your life, the weight is not going to come off that way. You have to start getting comfortable having them be a part of your plan and also making decisions ahead of time on when you're going to have them so that you can start building that accountability with yourself and allow yourself to plan better. So then she started putting this into a two-day plan. So she decided that on Monday she was going to have her regular oatmeal for breakfast and then lunch she was going to have her stir fry with a thin slice beef and broccoli. And then dinner, she was going to have pho. Tuesday come around, she's going to have oatmeal again. Lunch, she's going to have the sushi. And then dinner, she was going to have the leftover stir fry. Okay. And so now that she planned those ahead of time, she knows exactly what she needs to buy at the grocery store to prep for this. And she was able to do that just because she knows exactly what she was supposed to eat. So the point that I'm trying to make here is when you decide what to eat without trying to determine whether it is the right way to eat or the wrong way to eat, and you think about the foods that you like, that you know how to cook, that you enjoy, you save a lot of brain energy by debating with yourself over and over and constantly asking yourself, should we cook at home today? Or should we order DoorDash with pizza hut and some chicken wings on the side, right? Like you don't even have that thought that comes in because you know exactly what you're gonna have when you go home or when you're at work, right? If you are working during lunchtime. And when you can allow yourself to get to that point where you're not wrestling with yourself over and over on like what to eat and you know what you have to get in order to make the plan happen, that's the first step of you learning how to trust the process and also trust you that you can plan foods ahead of time and start building a better relationship with food again after dieting for a long time. Another thing that I want to add to this too is, planning ahead of times allow you to learn more about your eating patterns. And that's why deciding what to eat to lose weight is really not about the food types, because the information that you get about yourself just by making decisions ahead of time, helps you learn so much about how you eat. So for example, let's say this particular client that I gave you an example earlier, she went to lunch on Tuesday, and she prepare sushi but then her co-worker was like hey you want to go to Panera Bread today because everybody's going and she decided to go then she can look at it later and say oh my gosh why didn't I stick to my plan why didn't I eat sushi today why did I have a chicken sandwich and some tomato soup at Panera Bread and she can start to realize that she might be a social eater, like she wants to feel included in these events. But she wouldn't have known that if she didn't make that decision ahead of time to have sushi. And that's why I always really emphasize that it's not helpful for you to lose weight and go with the flow and just eat random things daily, because it doesn't allow you to have any intentions behind your food decision. And that doesn't create confidence in yourself, but also It doesn't help you build a better relationship with Willie. You just don't know what's going on. And for this particular example, this client wouldn't have known that she is a social eater or that she might have some people pleasing tendency because she wants to connect with her colleague. And so she always go and eat out with them during lunchtime, even though she has it planned. And I am spending a lot of time here because if you have the thought of like, well, the reason why I don't like to make decisions ahead of time is because what if I don't stick to them? Well, this is exactly why. If you don't stick to them, you still understand why it happened. And because you understand why it happened, you are on the right track. You get to do better next time because you know why you made that mistake in the first place. And I also want to add this, too, if you have the thought of like, well, I really like the idea, Sam, but I'm afraid that if I do include foods that I like, like what your client did, I'm going to like overdo it. If I know that I'm going to have sushi and I know that I'm going to have like steak for dinner, I'm going to overdo this and I'm just going to gain all the weight back. And here's a little tip that I want to give you. You will not overeat if you spend some time having a moment with your food. If you are a longtime listener on my podcast, you know, I always tell you that you need to have that special moment by being present with your food without any distraction. And that is the number one way to not overeat because you're actually listening to your body while chewing the food and you're seeing the food in front of you and you're seeing everything being processed in your brain. When you can stay present and you're shutting off the podcast episode that you're listening to, you are not letting Netflix play in the background and you're just focusing on the delicious meal in front of you and savoring every single bite of it you are going to feel good after you eat that meal and you're going to stop yourself naturally just because you're like, I'm full. I'm not going to like try to push myself to eat more because you know that you can always include that food in your plan. So that means you're not going to ever like have to miss out on it and you're stopping when you need to. And here's the thing. I just want you to picture having a moment with your food as if like you are on a date with someone that you really, really like. Like you're at this date and you want to give your full attention to this person. And every single time you turn on that podcast episode or you turn on Netflix and you're doing something, you're typing on the computer, trying to do your homework, you know, studying for this last exam or quiz, you are not letting yourself enjoy that moment with the person that you like the most across the dinner table. I want you to imagine like whatever that you're doing that's distracting you from being present with your food. I want you to imagine like someone coming by your table and bothering you the entire time you're trying to have this date with this person that you like. Of course, you're not going to be able to give your full attention to that person in front of you. And you won't even build that connection with them in a way that feels good. You're going to leave the day feeling like I feel like I didn't even get to know this person. And when you're multitasking, you're going to feel the same way about your food. You're going to be like, I feel like I didn't eat anything. And then you're going to want more. So that's why I always say, stay present with your food. Till this day, I do not have my food phone at the dinner table, I make sure that I leave it either downstairs or in the living room before I eat. And sometimes that's usually why it's so hard for me to like take pictures on Instagram stories sometimes of my food because I don't have my phone. I have to like remind myself to grab it. Like it takes a little bit more energy now that it has become a habit. But I promise you that like just you making that decision to know what to eat and also decide to set your phone aside when you are eating, it's going to help a lot. That goes back to learning the skill of making decisions ahead of time with the planning and also being present with your food. Now, I do want to address something that I often get because sometimes when I coach my one-on-one clients and we talk about meal prepping, they're always like, "Um, I don't want to do that because I don't like eating the same thing all the time. I like variety. I love to... Not eat the same thing or feel obligated to eat the same thing. Here's the thing. If you are only planning two day at a time, you do not need to have the same thing for the entire week. That mentality is coming from the diet mindset that you have to eat chicken breast and broccoli seven days a week and wait until like maybe on Saturday to have a little cheat meal and that's about it. You're not going to do that with this because you're going to have a different set of meal every time you plan and it's going to include foods that you enjoy. And so if you're like hesitant to even plan your meals because you think that you have to eat the same food all the time, just remind yourself that you don't have to do that with this method. And going back to what I said, if you're afraid to have foods that you like in your plan and that's why you rather stick to not planning, you got to stay present with the food in order to not overdo it. Okay, and I love this skill so, so much because I don't think it's often talked about because when you're thinking so much about what to eat and you're stressing out about it and you're beating yourself up for not eating clean, I just want you to remind yourself that you're trying to skip the first step, which is knowing how to make decisions ahead of time and plan. Because the second step that comes after that is actually learning how to substitute for a healthier option. And then the third step after that is like learning how to cook your meals in a healthier way. But what you're trying to do is trying to skip to step two and three without even learning how to make decisions first. And that skill itself will make step two and step three a lot easier for you. So I just want you to let that sink in. Like If you haven't been planning or you don't even have an idea of what you're going to eat for tomorrow and the day after, now is the time to do that. Now is the time to build that skill so that you can learn. How to go grocery shopping and know exactly what you need to get so that you can learn how to feel more confident in the kitchen and learn how to season your food in the way that you like, right? It's all about you building that skill to try these new things to help you become the person that can lose the weight and feel confident in that process so that when you start searching for a healthier option from switching white rice to brown rice, it doesn't feel as hard because you've done a lot of the legwork by making decisions ahead of time. Same thing, like when you're ordering a freaking chipotle bowl, you get to decide what you want in the chipotle bowl. You might end up getting white rice frequently, but then maybe on a Wednesday afternoon, you might want brown rice this time. And those decisions matter because they are going to help you feel like you know what you're doing and you can trust the process. So that's what I want to leave you with today, okay? Plan your food. Or let me just say, have an idea of what you're going to have. And write it down and collect the data on whether it happened the way you want or whether it didn't happen the way you want and why so that you can keep getting better week by week. I do just want to mention that when you're making these decisions, it's less about trying to be perfect. You're not supposed to be like miss perfect the first round and like expect yourself to stick to everything you have on your plan. Take this time to really discover who you are and allow yourself to play around and get messy with it, right? I want you to imagine yourself being in a playground. Like you have so many slides that you can go to and you have the swing set you got the monkey bars like there's so many ways you can play with this but allow yourself to play and have fun while we're doing it and release the expectation of that you need to do it perfectly or that you need to do it right to succeed because that's not true even if you have an idea of what to eat three days out of the week that is still progress right? It doesn't need to be seven days a week, but I just want you to just try. Just try this out, especially if you've been dieting for a long time and you are afraid to eat some of your favorite foods because you don't want to overdo it. It's going to help you build that better relationship with food so that you can lose weight sustainably because this is what it takes to lose weight sustainably, building the skill of making decisions ahead of time. So really hope that you enjoy this podcast episode. If you haven't followed me on Instagram yet, you want to do that at SuperLYSam. And if you want to join One One Coaching, I'll leave more information in the show notes below. I do have spots open. But until then, I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. Now, if you want to take this work deeper, join my one-on-one coaching program where I can help you lose weight and eat foods you actually like while helping you build a consistent routine where you'll no longer fall off on the weekends. To apply, visit www.superlysam.com to book a call with me. But other than that, I will talk to you next time.